ta 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 ta. What's up? Yeah, pink pantied bee stings. I'm out here hanging out, doing the podcast again. Back on it. I was gone, trying to figure things out with a bunch of different small things in my life that I can say I don't know really that I figured them out. Maybe just kind of put them up, moved them around the stove, you know, not necessarily put them on the back burner permanently, but there's a few things that I was cooking up and taking the time to do other things, but now I'm back. And I hope you all are stoked that I'm back because I'm stoked to be back. I don't realize how much I enjoyed doing this while I put it down. And now that I'm back, I realize, man, I love this. I love connecting with everybody. I love speaking my piece. Maybe it's a Pisces thing. Maybe it's just how I am. It's probably just how I am. So tune in. Let me know what you all think. Yo, 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 alas, I'm back. After a two-month hiatus of uh, just minxing around, I am back. And my by hiatus, I mean I was trying to better, uh, I guess, hiatus from the podcast. I was trying to figure out how to increase the quality of my podcast so I got a mic and I borrowed an interface and a, some headphones from my brother Maxwell. And then I realized that GarageBand was not able to be downloaded with my version of iOS on my MacBook, which I bought back in 2014. So I had to then try to get GarageBand on my MacBook, and mind you, this is not an excuse as to why I wasn't doing the uh, podcast. This is just simply a brief synopsis of um, more of an explanation. I uh, I've been gone for two months, and now I'm back. Some of you probably follow me on Instagram and kind of keep up with what I'm doing, and I'm not really doing too much. But that being said, I went down the rabbit hole with the compatibility of how to get my laptop ready for recording and taking up, you know, being able to receive those audio files, which are pretty small, but still needed to kind of sharpen things up. And then, wow, that led to a completely other, uh, you know, a completely different side of things that I need to address. And that is the state of my laptop. Wow, there's so much garbage on there. I'm looking at a representation, a geometric representation of all my files. They put them in these uh, small little squares, an app called Grand Perspective. And it's a... uh, a bunch of little squares, I guess, that show you, you know, each square represents how much, you know, data is being taken up by each item. There's like millions of these squares on here. And I opened up these folders and it's just like these 
files that aren't even containing anything really it's just empty folders all that is to say is I realize that um, I need some serious help getting this podcast audio stuff set up and I really um, lost my willpower on Google you know it used to be I feel like Google used to be a place where you could get your answers answered simply you know now there's so much stuff on there you click on what you think is going to lead you to the right answer and after you wade through like two minutes of ads then you get this person on there trying to sell you an app that will inevitably fix your problem and so maybe maybe you know my google is just compromised Maybe the feds are on to me, but I think um, overall, I really just needed some some time and some space to try to figure this out, and I was completely unsuccessful. So moving forward, I'm back on the phone with the AirPods. The quality is probably suffering, but eventually I will figure this out. And I feel like for a while I really wanted to talk about a bunch of stuff, but then every time I got around to wanting to talk about it, the relevancy had passed. You know, I wanted to talk about that Jake Paul fight. I wanted to talk about the Kanye West album. Uh, you know, there was things I wanted to talk about that, uh, you know, the NFL season starting, all those things. But it just came and went, and I don't know what to tell you. But I know I can tell you that I have, last time we spoke, I was recovering from my back surgery still, and that has gone really well. Excellent, in fact. I've started playing a decent amount of pickleball. I would say that the pickleball has been a great a great part of my recovery sequence I love the pickleball. If you know me, you know I'm a pretty competitive person. So the pickleball has been been great. I don't know how many of my listeners play pickleball. I usually I feel like when I when I explain pickleball to people that that have never played, uh, I get a mixed result. I think the name is just kind of a funny name, you know, pickleball. People, I mean, pick, do pickles make people uncomfortable? I think they do. I think maybe, you know, the phallic nature of, of the pickle might make people un- uncomfortable. I'm not really sure. But when I say pickleball, sometimes people, I think their mind goes to a place, maybe. I don't know. And then they're maybe a little embarrassed that their mind went there because maybe, you know, I can maybe read a little bit of the nonverbals and they can read me reading them. Um, that's deep into the rabbit hole. But, all that is to say as the recovery has been going great, I feel great, I feel amazing, no more back pain. I can tell you that the hanging leg raises really, really helped. I hit the hanging leg raises all the time. That is like kind of when you're hanging from a, um, a pull-up bar. I've got these straps that I put uh, my elbows in and allows me to just kind of suspend on this pull-up bar. 
And then I take a five pound ball and just raise that ball up to my chest. And it's actually a 10 pound ball and it feels great. It, it, it's real good for the lower abdominals. I think it's called the rectus abdominis. Lower strengthens that lower back, strengthens the lower abdominals. It's been great. So that combined combined with a pickleball, combined with some walking in the morning with a dog. Uh, I've been really loving that. Uh, what else? I've been out camping. Camping's been great. Went on a few small camping trips. and Just got back from a camping trip this weekend. Went out there with my good friend Peter Brown. A couple of Pisces out there in the woods up in Flagstaff. What an experience that was. We uh, did some psilocybin, some mushrooms, and not a lot, pretty mild amount. And they were kind of intense. And there was a touch and go moments out there, but I had some great takeaways from that moment out there. And I've just thought a lot about the concept of the tribe. And getting a feeling for your own tribe and being able to kind of look around and see like how taking like stock of your tribe and whatever that means, you know, whatever that means to you, whatever that means. And, you know, sometimes your tribe is just you, right? You're like, man, how is, how am I doing? If I'm the only person in my tribe, like you're kind of the chief of your own tribe in a way, right? So sometimes you got to like think, you know, how is you know, if I'm supposed to be the leader of my own world and my own existence, like how am I doing? What am I achieving in terms of my essential needs and my the things that I need to focus on to take care of myself to make sure my own cup is full? And then you can kind of look at your tribe and say, like, am I facilitating the needs of others? Am I facilitating the needs of my tribe? And there are some touch and go moments there. I got to say out there in the woods, up in Flagstaff. Nine o'clock, pretty dark. Some pretty touch and go moments. Visceral, I would even say. At one point, just feeling very um, disassociated. But all that is to say, if you have not uh, tried, you know, psychedelics, I would say give them a try in a small dose. I think that the future of psychedelics will go far beyond pharmaceutical and and clinical uses i think for the most part the psilocybin will continue to become more like marijuana was and just become more recreational and just become something that people do more often and just make a part of their regular kind of routine, kind of like drinking a beer or taking an edible. I think that's really the direction that, that people are headed in. I think it'll be a good direction. I think that if people did mushrooms on like a microdose scale, they would, you know, I think society as a whole would be a better place. I think people would be more understanding. I think people would be more accepting. I think, I guess I'd like to think that because those are major important key aspects of my identity, right? I love to the idea that that 
being more accepting of people and being more understanding would make this world a better place. And I feel like I'm a pretty accepting, pretty understanding guy just because I think my experience of experiences has allowed me to become kind of like that. So if you haven't tried them, I would say give them a try. A little out of time. A lot of people will say, you know, be around the right people and um, do them in the right headspace. I mean, I think that's only if you want to do like a, a lot, like maybe like a, more than like a, a one serving, one gram, I would say. But if you just want to try them, just start with a little, just nibble on a little, see how that goes. Oh, speaking of seeing how that goes i mean how did things go for the oakland raiders three and oh and they did not have a single yard at the end of the first quarter a little awkward there uh division game too looking like it's gonna be a pretty tight race only undefeated team left is the Arizona Cardinals. NFL shaping up to be a pretty exciting season. Sports betting is now legal in Arizona. So you know that I've been all over the sports betting lately. If you've been following me and what I've been doing. I took a few losses today, which is understandable. I'm the kind of guy that will bet $1 bets all day, every day. That, for me, is just the most fun. I've got the uh, Boston Red Sox and the St. Louis Cardinals winning tomorrow. Actually, not tomorrow, but uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. I think, you know, it's going to be an upset for that first little wild card sequence. And uh, I thought that I thought that Carr was going to throw more yards today, was going to pass for more yards. I thought that Herbert was going to get more too, but Herbert turned it on, had three touchdown passes. Good for him. Good for him. The guy is a stud. He's coming out there, and everybody's talking about how smart he is as a quarterback. I think that's a pretty typical thing people say about the white quarterbacks. Everyone's always saying how intelligent they are, you know. I mean. And he's doing pretty good, I would say. We've got the Rams-Seahawks next week. That's going to be a good matchup. I don't know who I'm going to take in that. I feel like the Rams going to take it. Seahawks have been playing mm, okay this season. Man, the Titans, big loss this week against the New York Jets. That was That killed my parlays. That really hurt. And the Vikings have a bye week this week. But the Vikings have been playing out of their minds. I believe they lost last weekend on Sunday. Some interesting games going on. How do we all feel about the sports betting? I feel like I I was talking to somebody the other day and they said that sports betting is super addicting, which is not surprising. And they talked about how when you place a sports bet, you get a endorphin uh, release. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings lost to the Browns. I didn't see that coming, honestly. Uh, you get a release, an endorphin release, every time you place a bet. Because in your mind, you've already won. And so 
every time you place that bet, you uh, you get an endorphin release. Whereas like when you drink, you know, you get an, an endorphin release for your first drink or so. And then after that, it becomes kind of a depressant. Marijuana, same thing. When you take a hit, you know, you get an endorphin release. And then it, you know, turns, um, you know, into more of a depressant. I wonder if psilocybin has any endorphin releases. I, man, I don't know. I did, I felt that whatever the opposite of an endorphin release was this weekend, man, there was some weird times out there in the woods, a little bit, uh, checking in with your own tribe, you know, how was your own tribe doing? That's a theme right there. Um, what else is going on? Man, that um, Gabby Petito is her name, I think. Where is that? Uh, where's her? Where's the dude? You know, everybody's talking about that. And everybody's talking about, of course, how people of color are not getting enough coverage in the news. And they aren't. So everybody's wondering, honestly, I'm wondering, you know, what is what do we where do we go from here is now that we have you know these capabilities to be able to track people and be able to find people it seems like it's really on law enforcement to just use the resources that they already have access to in order to be more proactive and less you know reactive i guess that's all they can do at times maybe I'm speaking out of my ass here, but I probably am, but still, I think that um, that's going to be where we go with the future. It's like, you know, you have these people that you make an interaction with and then suddenly you let them go and now they're, you know, they're gone. It seems like so many people through time, like, you know, through history have there's instances where there's contact with a law enforcement agent and then, you know, they're gone. And how is that police officer supposed to know, you know, what's going on? But after the fact, you got to be kicking yourself thinking, man, this is, they were right there and we lost it. Speaking of lost it, man, great segue. Uh, what happened with Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp today? It was all down, and everyone was fiending. I didn't even realize. Uh, I realized that it was down, but I just tried to refresh it a few times and then restarted my phone, and when it didn't work after that, I was like, well, maybe it's gone forever. Not before I started reading the tabloids and seeing that it was back online. So there you go. It's back. Back again. Instagram, you got to love it. You got to hate it. I mean, if you say, if anybody is out there that says they just solely love Instagram and they don't hate it a little bit or anybody that's out there that uses it that says they just hate it, they're lying. It's a love-hate relationship with that app. Facebook's good at what they do, you know? Like everybody says, it's just a reflection of yourself. Those fucking bastards. I get you every time. Every time. What else is going on? Um, man, how's everybody's stock portfolio and crypto portfolios doing? It's been kind of a tumultuous last couple weeks with the ups and downs. NASDAQ was down triple digits a few days. 
Dow Jones down a couple of triple digits a few days. Bitcoin going down to 43, now back up around 49. How are we doing? What are we thinking? Are we bullish? Are we bearish? Are we going to see Congress get to the resolution with the debt ceiling? Are we going to see some action from them in December? Is the government going to shut down? I don't think it will. I think a lot of people are wishing that the economy would take a slight dip and allow folks to buy, you know, buy in a little bit. And I think, you know, I don't know, are they wrong for that? I mean, yeah, I think if you hope for that, that the economy is going to dip a little bit, I think that shows maybe a little bit of your privilege, which is fine. Um, people have privilege and just trying to minimize, I guess, the damage, um, from that privilege is what it's all about, right? Trying to minimize the impact on others. But is the market going to take a little bit of a dip? You know, I mean, I'm on msn.com right now, clicking through and I click on the real estate tab. And the first thing it says is foreclosure tsunami beginning. Is it? That was written four hours ago. It's an opinion piece. Um, personally, this is all my opinion. I do not think so. I think that because the construction market is at a big of a lag right now, I don't think we'll see it within the next three to six months. I think that the real estate market will kind of catch up and maybe... I think demand is so high right now and supply is so low that there won't be a um, a huge crash. And supply is you know, really low right now. It's hard to get into a home. I'm trying to buy a house, a condo here in Arizona or a duplex or something, an investment property. And it's difficult. You know, a lot of people are giving you pretty crummy deals, pretty, you know, take it or leave it type offers, which is never to me. Uh, I'm not really about that style. I'm not a take it or leave it guy. You know, I'm pretty, pretty, I mean, aggressive is maybe the first word that comes to my mind when it comes to my realist. I mean, when it comes to my finances, I like to save money and I don't like to be taken advantage of it. I don't like a bad deal. So I feel like I have a snout for the bad deals or particularly have a snout for the good deals. I like to think that I know what is going on in the world when it comes to the macro, as Gary Vee would say, the macro results, the macro effect of what's going on. So I'm not looking to get hosed and buy a house or in a condo or a duplex for, um, a high price. That's some bullshit. A high price. Everybody's got to pay, right? Everybody's got to pay the, the Pied Piper. If you want a place to live, you got to pay. And it's nice about equity. You know, you can really put some money into it. But I was talking to a guy today that said that for the most part, you're going to have to, if you're going to buy a home, you're going to have to hold on to it for a few years, right? He put it like this. If you buy at the peak, and it dips down, you'll have to hold until it evens out again. And if you buy at the dip, uh, you're going to have to wait for it to go back up. 
And so he said, either way, you're going to have to plan on holding it for a little while. Now it's days. It's really hard to buy a home and flip it just because there's such a low supply. So everybody who has done that, been in that game, has already, you know, made that made that money and decreased supply. And there are people out there um, buying tons of homes, LLCs buying homes, which is just huge in Arizona here. Everybody tells me about how they get calls all the time. All the, you know, people over the homeowners here that I know say they all the time constantly get calls asking them, are you interested in selling your home? Are you interested in selling your home? And usually the answer is no. I haven't, I've only known really one person to sell their home recently. And that was in Washington state. And I mean, my take is, yeah, it's, you know, good for them. You got to, you got to know when to buy, you know, when to sell. And right now, as I've heard, you know, a lot of people saying it's a bad time to buy, but I'm still trying to, I'm tired of spending my money on rent. And I know you all feel me because I know a lot of people are looking to buy right now, but you got to, you got to save and wait for the, wait for the dip and take advantage of the dip. I think that's what a lot of people are doing, saving their money, trying to take advantage of the dip, trying to get in while they can, rather than get in when it's when it's not a good time to get in. What else is going on? Um, some sports, some crypto, some finance. What else? Personal life. Everything is good. Working a bunch. Looking forward to Christmas. Man, I haven't had had a little vacation. I went to Montana recently. That was great. Did that back in August. But I cannot wait for Christmas break to come up. That everybody's going to get a little... I think we'll take a week off for my job. Get some time off. So I'm really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to getting a little bit of time off. Summer's ending in Arizona. Thank goodness. Getting down into the chillier temperatures for October. That's going to be such a nice reprieve from the boiling heat uh, wave that we had at the end of September. September, that was that was no joke. That was seriously no joke. I was over it, immediately over it when it started. So that'll be nice. Arizona is going to be the place to be. Coming up in a few days, end of October, middle of October is supposed to be some of the best times. Well, it's supposed to be, I know it is the best time for golf here. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be warm, cool nights. It'll be perfect. Perfect for some pickleball. Perfect for some softball. Going out to the bars, getting a beer. Nice beer. What else? What else? What else? A nice beer. That is like ringing, echoing in my head. I did not have a beer yesterday. I've been doing this new thing where I don't drink more than two days in a row. I listened to this guy talk about mental toughness. Uh, Gosh, I can't remember his name now. I'll remember it and I'll bring it up. But he says mental toughness is keeping the promises you make to yourself. 
which kind of, I thought about that and I was like, man, I just shouldn't make as many promises to myself. I'm like a, always like a set in stone type approach in the beginning, right? I'm always like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do that. And then, it, it, you know, I would say a high percentage, probably close to 80 to 90% of the things I say, you know, promise to myself in a hard line way, I don't follow through. And like, I'm not going to eat, you know, last time I think we recorded, I was talking about being a vegetarian that lasted like, man, like I think seven or eight weeks. Um, and that was, you know, pescatarian diet. I was eating fish still, but I think about 80% of my meals were vegan. If not, you know, closer to 85% of my meals were vegan. Um, I'm still not eating red meat. I'm still not eating turkey. I'll have, you know, chicken. If it's the only thing to eat, you know, I'll eat it. I'm not going to be that guy and just, you know, not eat it if it's all, all that's being offered or that's all that's available. But I'd still say about 75% of my meals are vegan. Everything before dinner, for the most part, is vegan. Wake up and get myself some banana and peanut butter. Start off with that almost every morning. Get some quick, easy calories, some fat, some sugar. That sounds really bad, but it is what it is. I guess I think that I'm probably active enough that I'll be all right in the long run. I heard too that, what is it up with this? Has, has anybody heard this about eating hot dogs can take, you know, X amount of minutes off your life, like 15 minutes. And then like eating like raw nuts, um, almonds and what have you, or can add those minutes back onto your life, I'm understanding. So now I've been eating peanuts, almonds, uh, what else? Pistachios, cashews, and raisins in like a in like a mix. I've been eating that every day. I've been munching on that in between breakfast and lunch. Trying to stay healthy, you know. That's all that's really all we have. Like going back full circle, wrapping it up with how's your tribe doing? You know, how are you doing? How are you as, you know, the leader of your tribe? How are you doing? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you feeding yourself good food? Are you putting good media into yourself? I noticed that with today while Instagram was out. I was like, wow, that is humbling that the the thought of not being on there for a half a day gave me the time to check up on other things. I looked at my email. I had like 121 unread emails. A lot of them are junk mail, but still, I'm like, man, even that is more productive than than sitting on Instagram twiddling away. That being said, I'm going to post this podcast on Instagram. So shout out to Instagram. People, I love you. I want you to be safe. Uh, I've had a few people say, where's the podcast? And it's been lacking. And I have had really no excuse. It's just been me not getting on here and not doing it, making this process more complicated than it needed to be. Really trying to dial it in and getting so much further away from what it started out as just being a raw form of 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 me. Giving myself the space to come out here and, and just connect and, and speak my piece, talk my shit, and give you all just a little bit of something. I don't even know what this is. This is such a just a mix up, mix mash of things that are just rolling through my head, giving you an open dialogue. Kind of like Bill Burr, I would say when I listen to him, just kind of the ramblings of a madman a little bit. And that's kind of what I want to re- recreate.
It's just an open dialogue on a bunch of different things. So maybe if you make it to the end of this podcast, let me know what it is you want to hear me talk about because Lord knows I will, I'll give it time, at least a couple seconds, right? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I do a 30-minute podcast about it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. On that note, I'm out of here. I'm still thinking about that beer. Like I said, didn't have one yesterday. Going to have one today. Not going to have one tomorrow because I want to have one Wednesday going to a preseason game. Lakers versus the Suns. So I will be back soon. I promise you all I will be back soon. Giving you more of this, more of the ramblings. From the tribe, Never Canceled is back on. A lot of people thought, is this the end of Never Canceled? Is Never Canceled canceled? And I'm here to say, the last time I made a recording podcast was on July 27th. And that's too long. So now I'm back giving you a little bit of update where I am. This has been Never Canceled with your host, Marshall Phelan. Peace. That was it. That was all. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm back. I'm just going to keep doing this on my phone. Just keep giving you all drops of the realness. Just dribble drops of the realness. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you tune back in for more. Let me know what you all want to hear me talk about. I will give it a go, take a swing at it, give the old college try. Tune in next time for another for another riveting episode. Until then, peace. Thank you.